Ayo. Hi, hey, hello, Babylonians. Today's episode is sponsored by Relief Factor. Pain from everyday living, exercise, or just getting older is one of the leading causes of trips to the doctor and sleepless nights. It interferes with daily activities and can even keep us from spending time with the people that we love. If you have everyday pain, it stands to reason you need something you can feel comfortable with taking every day. That's why doctors invented 100% drug-free Relief Factor. Now, tens of thousands of customers are using Relief Factor every day to become mostly or completely pain-free. Woo-woo! 100% drug-free Relief Factor features four key ingredients that each work on a different metabolic pathway to support your body's natural healing processes to respond to pain and inflammation. Now you can try Flash Relief also. The three-week quick start retail price of almost $70 is now available to our listeners for just $19.95. Yeah, you heard right, $19.95. Head to the link in our show notes to find out more. Start your journey to better health and less pain today with Relief Factor. I'm just sitting here and I'm out of breath. She's super so pregnant. So pregnant and everyone keeps telling me, oh my god, you're so huge. And I'm like, thanks. But the reality is, she is. I am really <laughs> huge. But just tell me I'm pretty because pregnant people pretty. don't need to hear She's that. She's hugely pretty. Hugely obnoxious. There's Is that the foot? There'll be a foot. Um, but yeah. Hey, everybody. I hope um, y'all are staying cool out there. Yeah. Um, and then if you guys are in the areas where there's fires, I am so sorry and sending you I don't I don't know, I'm sending you just rain vibes. Rain I don't, vibes just, and, and, um, and and hopefully you're out of the way and it's not affecting your homes or anything. But or, good yeah. God, it's it's awful out there and I'm super sorry. Yes. Hopefully you guys were and if you were and it affected you, I hope you're able to get to where you need to be safe. Yes. That's just that's just terrifying. Yeah. It's super bad. So, we don't usually talk about, like, people that we don't, haven't covered, but I just recently saw that um, Rodney Alcala, he was the dating game killer, uh-huh. um, he died. So, well, you know, yay, universe. Arriva Derchi, or however you say it. Arriva Derchi, I, I think Derchi. that's what it, I don't freaking oh. know. <laughs> if we have any people, whoops. Arriva <laughs> Derchi. Uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> As the girls from more would, more <laughs> Morbid would say that I love and worship. They help me rest in distress, motherfucker. But yeah, he's a ooh, he was Gross. a nasty. And I hate to say it, but every time I'd see him, he reminds me of Weird Al Yankovic. Really? They look kind of similar because he had the long, poofy hair. I don't think I've seen him. So. Uh, have you heard of the dating game? No, game? the only one, the only dating game like wasn't um um uh why can't Bundy wasn't he on a dating game or was it no or was it um. Somebody was on mm-hmm. a dating game. Yeah. Some there's serial. Sorry, guys, help us out. Comment, mm. comment, comment. Yeah. There was the serial killer that Unless, was on a dating game. But um, and the girl, I don't think she picked him or she did pick him, which was yeah. Weird. That's Rodney Alcala. No, no, no. It wasn't Rodney though. Yeah. It was no. 
I'm just saying he won the okay. show. Okay. And um, there's somebody else. He had already been released from prison and then went on this show I don't and then think it ended was up. Manson. Maybe no, I don't know. Well, maybe you should look it up while we get ready to start. But yeah, he died. Um, he Good. was he Bye. was he was supposed to be or he was on the execution list, but he unfortunately died of natural causes. But he's still dead, and that's what matters. So I thought that was something that we could share. Um, well, so there's that. Yep. So maybe we'll cover cover her her him in the future. So that way, Shauna can know who he is. Yeah, well, keep talking. We'll um, keep talking. Uh, yeah, no new countries. Uh, Wyoming still. I'm going to start pulling Wyoming cases because I didn't realize August literally starts, you know, this coming weekend. So that's fun. Um, that means closer to baby date, too. So we're going to try and get ahead on some recordings and everything. So there may be different voices just depending on people's availability and me and Shauna's schedules and my work schedule's all wonky and all over the place so we're just gonna make it work it's fine um but today's case is um once again you know um the third on the our silent partner as I call him Nate <laughs> from I guess, Twitter I'm sorry it's interrupt I guess I did mistake him for looking like somebody no you're right okay yeah. I was sorry and now, I like, thought maybe there was two people that happened to do it. Okay, no, it's just but that yeah, because when he was in court, he practiced as his own lawyer, which Ted Bundy did as well. Right. But Rodney would use different voices when questioning himself as the lawyer <laughs> and himself. And I've never seen. I need to go look up an interview with that because I think it'd just be entertaining to watch him be that dumb. But yeah, he'd straight up just use a different freaking voice. That is so weird. That I really I thought maybe I obviously have just I've watched a lot of different. Stories and killers, stuff. And, yep. and then my brain, you know, yep. audience, you're probably learning. Um, <laughs> my brain just doesn't work well as far as retaining information correctly. Precisely. So, you may hear my tiny human. Yeah. Well, so anyway, I knew there was one, but. All right. Um. Yeah. So we were talking. Yeah. Rodney Alcala. He was that winner. Um. But anyways, getting into what we were talking about, it's another lady killer from Mr. Nate, our silent partner on Love Twitter. Love you, Nate dog. Love Thank you, you. Nato potato. <laughs> Neo Nato. Neo Nato. <laughs> we're gonna just give y'all the nicknames. I gotta make sure to tag him on Twitter. I always forget to at him, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Also, Arlo shared some Pringles with me, so if you hear me crunching, crunching? it's it's me. Which crunching they will. Pringles. Yep. Hey, you're welcome. And Pringles sponsor, sponsor us. us. That would be the life. I'm Ooh. like, I love... And you, once you pop, the fun don't stop. <laughs> Facts. And you don't get sold air. Not to, not to bag on other bags of no, chips. No, fuck you, bags of chips of air. <laughs> yeah. Bags like, of air. Bags of air chips. Can you, you want some chips with your air? Yeah, I love that. That's what I'm fucking paying for. Oh my gosh, I remember one time before we dump into this case. Um, at the Legion, where uh, we volunteer and do things. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> volunteer do things work that clean dirty we do right. things there mm -hmm. things yes. veterans though. i get paid to do things there <gasps> same um anyways <laughs> we had literally someone came up and brought like a bag of chips back they're like i literally just opened it and it was literally like they were full-size chips but they barely lined the bottom of the, it was just like a little snack bag that we sell mm -hmm. i was like how the hell do you package that Gross. But yeah, but it was all poofy because of air, mm -hmm. and then they open it, and it was literally barely in the box. Ma'am, you just give them another can one. Can I? I can I help you? Like, Here you go. Do you know that I'm going to go into labor? Please, God. 
Our tail's wagging. My dog hey, just... you guys, you might be on an episode or listening to an episode where Nicole goes I into labor. I think we literally talked about that and then how we said we'd finish it at... Yes, <laughs> I just wouldn't I would edit anything out, <laughs> take all of our recording stuff when we go to the hospital. My dog just, like, crawled towards me. I just she never paused because just... I don't know how to do any of this. <laughs> I'd be like, Shana, grab the bag. Just grab the cord. Grab the computer, grab the... Which cord? The computer or your umbilical? (laughs) You're going to say that. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Let's get on it. Okay. Yeah, Zoe never, ever comes and just wants to lay by me. This is... Are you going to be the kitty purrer? Are you going to be like the little Max? Because Max knew when I was going into labor before I did. All right. Okay. So, like I said, Nate episode. This case is um, the case about Susan Polk. She was born, um, her born name, (laughs) I'm fine, Susan May Bowling, and she was born January 25th, 1957, you know, a Tuesday. Um, I don't ever know if it, like nine out of ten times it could be a Tuesday, but you never know. It's always a Tuesday because that's when we release episodes. Um, She was a housewife and a mother of three, and um, ultimately we're going to talk about her being convicted of murdering her husband. Okay, well. Uh Uh-huh. In 1970, so it I don't have a whole lot about her as a kid, um, just a little bit, that in 1972 she was a real troubled student. She grew up in the suburbs of Oakland, California. Mm. Um, Her parents were divorcing, and her mom wondered if Susan was trying to shut out the emotional turmoil of the divorce. Well, as a divorced child, divorced child of divorced parents i get it mm. there's a lot not that i've ever murdered anybody let alone a husband but um, <laughs> i mean you've always oh, so you've only had one never mind you've had two i'm Bye. still with my current my yeah. second um but no, point being even like i, I that's a lot it that's is a, it's and a i lot was to in handle. seventh grade or uh-huh. i was the end of my seventh grade year so it's it is depending especially, on the age especially older mm-hmm. like i mean i remember because I'm, I've been divorced twice now, and she's I, been divorced, but her parents are still together. Yes. So, but Arlo was only two when me and his dad separated, right. and it did affect him. He cried a lot more, mm-hmm. but now, um, now he's four, and like I've said it time and time again, me and Jeremy we're best friends. You guys and are awesome. I yeah. adore him, and I love his new girlfriend. She's fantastic, and I love her. I can't wait to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to go on vacation. I did. No, it's fine. But yeah, so just, yeah, divorce, it can just, it, and like you said, it varies with age. Like Arlo adapted pretty quickly mm-hmm. because he was so little. And Jariah was one. Well, he was yeah. not even one. Yeah, so. so it just depends on the child. Um, apparently, Susan, you know, she chose the dark path. Um, later, a, a school counselor, um, she went to Clayton Valley High School in Co- Concord, California. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I was like, you're from California, so if I say these names wrong, let me know. <laughs> I'll try to help you out. Concord. Um, uh, they recommended therapy for her after she refused to attend class and began making claims regarding her parents that were preposterous, is what this says. Mm. Um, Attention-seeking. And so they suggested her to see an expert um, in adolescent behavior, and his name was Felix Polk. Oh, okay. okay so I this is this 1972. Is so she 57, 67. She would have been almost 20. No. Wait, well, she was born in fi- 50 57. So 67, 68, 69, 70, 71. She was about 15. Depending, yeah, she'd be about 15 okay. when she goes to meet this okay. expert whose last name is Polk. If you don't remember from the, you he know, likes to poke those little girls. 
Gross. So, so um, Felix began treating her Susan in 1972. Oh, it literally says right here when she was 15 years old. Bye. Damn it. Well, I can't. Marry. I can. I, can't I had to count on my fingers because you I'm five. You say almost 20. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, within a year, however, the doctor-patient relationship changed. You don't yeah. say. So pedophilia. Um. So, after Felix ends up being murdered. Hey. I might be okay with her murdering. Sorry. Uh, I know. I'm not sure the circumstances because I don't remember these notes. So we're all going to learn together right now. Um, Some, like, after after he was murdered, you know, 30 years down the line, Susan Wood claimed that Felix had drugged and raped her, a part of her campaign to, um, uh, to denigate Felix to bolster her bizarre defense. Wow. Fancy words. Um, Felix was at the time a married father of two when he was began treating her. I mean, I don't know how old he was. Obviously, well, obviously older because he's freaking a doctor. But um, she ended up going to Mills College, which was an all-women school in the Oakland Hills, before moving to San Francisco State University, which she graduated from. She did stop seeing Felix as a therapist, but the relationship had continued to be and it became more personal. Um, however, her her mental problems had not resolved. You know, stemming possibly from her parents' divorce. And eventually, probably this fucking relationship blooming. Um, in 1982, he ends up divorce. Polk ends up divorcing his wife, who was she was a prominent concert pianist. Her name was Sharon Mann, and he ends up marrying Susan, a woman who was literally half his age, who could f- uh, physically threaten Felix. Okay, so if she was 15 and he was 30. 30. Yep. Give or take. Look at me doing that math. Hey, (laughs) yay for easy math that we can handle. And this is now a math podcast. Welcome to bloody bloody. I can't. um, I don't know. I really wanted to have something real clever right then. Bloody bonus, but like that doesn't (laughs) doesn't make any sense. Sorry, guys. Bloody binomials. (gasps) Hey, I don't know what it means, but it sounded amazing. I don't. I remember they traumatized me in high school. Okay. And this is a traumatizing podcast. Welcome back to Bloody Battles. Um, after murdering her husband, uh, Susan would claim that he was a domineering and manipulative husband, obsessed with controlling her life. So, okay. This is one of those snapped episodes or deadly women that. Um, yeah, because they really just jump to. Yeah. Hey, she mur- like, like she murdered him. Like, why don't we um, up? We need we need the whole story. Like, we yeah. know what's going to happen, but give us all the Yeah, documents. I know. I'm, I'm, There's okay. a lot of notes, so we're going to get them. Yeah, we're not it's even off the first page done. yet. It's just, it's very... Oddly done. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. We like to mix it up a bit here on Bloody Babbles. Bloody Binomials. Remix! And we're back in our sink. Um, during her trial, trial, however, no evidence nor eyewitness accounts supported her allegations... However, Susan's own children and police reports filed during the marriage showed that Susan was an abusive spouse and batterer. Okay. Oh, so she's trying to turn the tables and make it seem like he's the monster. <laughs> Susan, we thought we were going to feel sympathy. We do not. Um, eventually, okay, so they ended up having three sons together, so that would bring his grand total to five. And their kids' names were Gabriel, Eli, and Adam. Aww. Um, two of the children testified that Susan was mentally unstable and habitually spoke of murdering their father during the trial. Habitually? Jesus. Habitually? I love that word. I know, but like, which means yeah. a lot, guys. 
Did she like a, la, 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 la. a lot, like habitually, like it's crazy. addicted to talking about the murder. Guys. Yeah, about <laughs> murdering him. Like, mm, uh, you know what your dad did today? I don't know. I just really want to fucking kill him. Well, Gross. mom, you should probably not say that. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. Oh, how awful. Um, what a freaking back and forth they have to hear. Oh, mom's saying this, but like, no, that's not the case. Well, then dad being a therapist. Yeah, too? like, like <clears throat> whoosh. Also, um, during her trial, Susan's unnaturally close relationship son with her, her with her son Eli raised many concerns and questions of oh, no. a possible oh no incestuous relationship. Yucky. Oh boy. So, which makes me wonder: was that going on in her that childhood that we don't know much about with her? Right. Like, because they said she was just a troubled student growing up. Um. Oh my god, she was a self-proclaimed psychic and be believer of fairy tales. Ugh. Oh, and their youngest son finds him. Oh, that's so awful. Okay, so they got married in... Do, 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 do. Okay, 1982. Um, and married Susan. Okay, so 1982. So this... Like they said, they, they were married for 30 years. Is what 30? I said. Yeah, 30. 30, 30, 30. Where did I read that? I don't know. I was just um, in the very beginning of the notes. Yeah. Because in 2001, she ended up filing for divorce. She had abandoned... Susan abandoned her children, her husband, and her home and was looking for a place to live in Montana because she was in California. Felix then went to the court and was awarded custody of their youngest son and retained exclusive control of the house. Upon hearing of the court judgment, she returned, illegally broke into the um, their home in Orinda, okay, and threatened Felix and her son. I don't know which son is the youngest. I'm going to assume it's going to be Adam, just because it says they have three sons, Gabriel, Eli, and Adam. Yeah. And um, so uh, she ended up moving Felix's possessions to the cottage that she, um, or that she had, that she had and took up residence in the home. Felix would tell police and friends that he was afraid of his wife and that she had threatened to kill him and a few weeks later wait oh my god a few weeks later he was in fact murdered and his body was left for her youngest son to find. Oh boy. Like how freaking traumatizing oh, is know that? How old. Oh, yeah. No. I I need to do better. I'm so sorry. Um so she ended up being convicted um, of second-degree murder for the October 13, 2002 death of her husband in the cottage on the couple's two million estate in Orinda, California, and she ended up facing 16 years to life in prison. Seems like a low number. Okay. <clears throat> Prosecutors argued that the killing of Felix Polk was cold. Yeah, go ahead. <coughs> Interlude by Arlo. Um, okay. Prosecutors argued that killing Felix was a cold, calculated attempt by his wife to gain control of his multi-million dollar estate. Um, when Susan permitted others to represent her, the defense attorneys argued that she had been controlled, abused, and battered by her husband. All of those claims had never been substantiated and were contradicted by the couple's children and acquaintances. Obviously, Felix was probably a stand-up dude, and she's just trying to say she acted in self-defense and he flew into an rage and attacked her. Um, while representing herself, she ended up making outrageous claims, endless recriminations, recrim no, recriminations, recriminations. Ah, there we go. Um, tales of conspiracy, psychics, fairy tales, and secret government agents. She wow. kind of sounds like she's off her rocker a little. Well, I mean, it says that in the beginning that yeah. she was 
I don't, it's like, I don't know what happened. She's grasping at straws. And yeah. Then, yeah. Her former defense attorney, Daniel Horowitz, claimed that she had been, she had long been a battered wife under the physical and emotional control of her husband. Well, Mr. Horowitz, I respectfully disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like this you said. horror had all her wits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Susan was um, originally released on bail, but it was revoked when she violated the terms of her bail by contacting and threatening one of her sons. Uh, Polk had remained, oh, has remained in custody since that time. So trial began um, October 17, 2005, so three years and four days after um, her husband was murdered. Um, and and it, it ended up being declared a mistrial because of the slaying of Pamela Vitali, which was the wife of her lead attorney, Daniel Horowitz. Oh, my God. How scary is that? So then we go to January 20th, 2006. A judge removed her lawyer, Daniel Horowitz, after he said he had a conflict of interest. Polk, who had fired her three other attorneys who had represented her. I don't know what was going to come out of my mouth, Mm -hmm. but it was not going to be represented. Um, Said said recently that she wanted Horowitz off her case. So then we move to January 31st, 2006. Um, after a two-hour hearing, Judge Laurel Brady set Polk's trial date for February 27th, 2006. That's Peyton's birthday. How do we know when, or how she murdered him? What happened? Are we going to get to that? Um, let me see in these... Um, I didn't do a great job on this. I'm so sorry. It's all right. Pregnancy brain. Yeah. Um. Oh, yep. Yep, yep, yep. It talks about it. It's okay. like the okay. very last page, so okay. we're just going to keep you guys holding on yeah, to your... I'm fucking holding suspend- on to your- Don't worry, guys. I'm with you. I'm like, what the fuck happened? How do they yes. know? How yeah. did it happen? How did they find out? Yep. Um. <clears throat> it's... Ooh. It's Good. a little... It's pretty gross. Sure. It's, it's very... Yeah. It's, it's, it's an aggressive murder. Um, so, yeah, February 27, 2006, she began to uh, demonstrate her instability when she fired a succession, a succession of attorneys and demanded that she be permitted to represent herself. Good. That's Let so her, weird that we were talking about Rodney Alcala mm-hmm. and Ted Bundy who do that. Let her um, do it. So she was allowed to serve as her own attorney. <laughs> so on February 27th, the jury selection began in a jury assembly room where 300 prospective jurors arrived. Judge Laurel Brady said the trial could last as long as two and a half months. So March 7th, 2006, prosecutor, oh boy, Paul Secura, yep, S-E-Q-U-E-I-R-A, Secura, Secura, yep, mm-hmm, gave his opening statement with, uh, in what would prove to be a high-profile pro- trial with spectators, TV legal analysts, and reporters showing up at a at the Martinez, California, mm, Martinez, California courtroom to watch the spectacle of Polk representing herself and repeatedly bickering with the judge and prosecutor. Oh, boy. Uh, Polk's uh, delusion and confrontational behavior was on full display with daily reclamations leveled at the judge, the prosecutor, and anyone else who would contradict her. She maintained her contention that there was a vast web of conspiracy seeking her conviction that the crime crime scene had been tampered with and that her husband was a vile man and she was justified in murdering him. Oh my god. Okay, so she also claimed that she was a psychic who predicted 9-11, the <coughs> September 11, 2001 attacks, 
that her husband was a secret Israel spy, mm-hmm. that fairy tales are true, and um, other outrageous claims like those. Oh my gosh. Wow. She's just, she's on one. Um, those who couldn't attend the trial in person would follow the case, you know, on the internet and legal talk shows on TV. Adding to the drama was um, the testini- testimony. Testimony by her two sons, Adam and Gabriel. So Eli didn't. Ooh, well, okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And testimony on. Be- I'm really on it today. Okay. Testimony on behalf of her second son, Eli. Adam and Gabriel, the son. Um. Okay. Okay. Gabriel's the one who found him. So Gabriel's the youngest. Okay. So it's Adam, Eli, Gabriel. I don't know if I said that in the no, beginning. No, we thought Adam was the youngest. Yeah, we did. Because um, it says here, Gabriel was the son who Susan let find his father's mutilated body, and they said it was the youngest son. Described Susan as an angry, delusional, and violent person. The testimony by Eli um, bordered on the bizarre, because they, they, he wrote out a statement but didn't go to the court. Gotcha. I see that here now. Um, he said, that, uh, bordered on the bizarre and provided a window for people to observe the unnaturally close be- close relationship between Susan and her son, leading many to speculate about an incestuous relationship, uh, the incestuous relationship between the two. Um, uh, that's so disturbing. Uh. So May 17th, she's uh, she was testifying in a narrative format on behalf of herself. On May 24th, Eli was convicted by a oh Eli was convicted by a jury of misdemeanor battery against an ex-girlfriend, violating a restraining order and violating probation in connection with two arrests in March at the home where his father died. This is just kind of giving like a timeline of all the things that happen in these people's lives. May 25th, the prosecutor starts cross-examining um, Susan. Um, on June 12th, both sides gave their closing arguments to the jury. So, this what did I say this started on? March 7th, so March, well, they said about two and a half months, so that's about two and a half. On June 16th, she was found guilty of second-degree murder. The jury would later comment that neither Susan nor her son Eli were credible witnesses, and they completely dis- dismissed her unsubstantiated attacks on her husband's character. Following her conviction, numerous attorneys declined to represent her before her sentencing, citing their unavailability, or they were like, no, this bitch crazy. Yeah. I'm not going to set myself up to lose. Um, Point Richmond attorney Linda Fullerton has tentatively agreed to represent her pre-sentence, or had agreed to represent her pre-sentencing. So now we're in January of 2007. There was a motion for a new trial to modify the verdict, which was filed in the, oh boy, Contra Costa Superior Court. The motion claimed that Judge Laurel Brady allowed prosecutor Paul S to legally dismiss prospective jurors because they were women, that members of the jury were prejudiced against Polk because of the extensive media coverage of the case, much of it critical of her, that there is evidence that the jurors were exposed to media coverage of the trial, and in fact, one juror told reporters immediately after the verdict was read, sometimes the media was making stuff up. Well, that's not smart to tell people. Um, That... Brady, who's that? Oh, okay. Um, improperly reprimanded Polk in front of jurors and appeared to favor the prosecution. That Judge Brady failed to instruct the jury on heat of passion, voluntary manslaughter, and that Polk's right to represent herself was hampered by her treatment at the jail and by the claim that on several occasions she was prevented from consulting with an attorney and her legal assistant. So, that was January. Now we're in February 23rd, 2007. 
Um, motion for another tr new trial to modify the verdict was argued by both the defense and the prosecution. The motion was denied, and she was immediately sentenced to 16 years to life in prison. So she received the maximum, maximum sentence after acting as her own loyal in a trial with theatrics, including discussion of her psychic powers, cross-examination of her own sons. Did she see this happening? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> right? Hmm. <laughs> um, an attorney representing her said she planned to appeal. So the 49-year-old suburban housewife was convicted in June 2006 of a second-degree murder in October 2002, killing a Felix Polk, who was 70, at the uh, couple's home in Arinda, a wealthy town east of San Francisco. She was dressed in a pair of khaki pants and a pink cotton sweater. She did not appear surprised by the sentence. Um, earlier, she had told the court she was prepared to go to prison and intended to be productive for however long she was there. This is a quote she said. I won't be able to bake cookies, but maybe I'll write a couple of good stories. <laughs> she said she killed her husband in self-defense after years of abuse and said authorities fabricated and suppressed evidence in the case. She testified that she seized a kitchen knife from her husband during an attack near their swimming pool and used it to stab him. But prosecutors said she had no wounds to indicate she was protecting herself and that he had more than a dozen stab wounds. Wow. So, so that's how he was killed, since we were all... So how was he discovered? <laughs> um, well, her, her son found him. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah he's the one. Um, she said her husband had be began abusing her while he she was his teenage therapy patient and argued that um, that should be a mitigating factor in her sentencing. Her mother, Helen, told the court that her daughter deserved compassion, considering she's been in prison since she was 14 years old. Well, 15. What? I said she said 14, but... <sighs> she's been in prison since she was... Because that's when she started seeing him as a therapist. Well, easy there, Mommy. Yeah, I know. She, um... <clears throat> brutally... According to your grandchildren, that's not the case. Yeah. So... And mommy dearest, maybe you should have seen some of the signs. Yeah. While well, seeing this therapist, that yeah, like you, I would hope you'd know. Mm. God, I don't, I don't know. The fifties and sixties were a different time. Um, I don't know. Anyways, uh, Judge Laurel Brady said the relationship, although problematic, should not be considered in her sentencing because it was not the issue the jury determined at trial. Jurors in the case did not find Polk credible, and one referred to her as delusional. Uh, that word's come up quite a bit here, and I respectfully agree. While testifying, Polk discovered secret government experiments and claimed that her psychic powers enabled her to predict the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks on World Trade Center, but her husband prevented her from alerting authorities. Yes. Yes. So that she had to murder him. Yeah. Just... 27 times in the chest. Sorry, no, that's off of a, a video on YouTube. Ugh. But anyways, um, under cross-examination cross from his mother, Adam said she was bonkers and cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I love him. Oh, Adam, I love you. <laughs> Referring to the breakfast cereal catchphrase, Friday told his mother that he did not know if he'd ever be able to, if he would be, ever be able to forgive her. Um, this is what Adam said, quote, if he were here today, he would want you to find the best head doctor in the business and get help, yeah. is what he said to his mother. Um, Polk's Laura, Laura, <laughs> lawyer, Linda Fullerton, because she ends up uh, representing her pre-sentencing that it said. Twelve lawyers later. Sorry. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> so there are two strong grounds for appeal. The trial was tainted by her own representation and her tense interactions with uh, the Judge Brady 
who frequently admonished her from the bench, the attorney said, she will be eligible for parole after 12 years because she's already served more than three years in jail, but a prosecutor was skeptical that she would ever be released. Quote, she will have to earn her way out, and the chances of that are slim, Paul S. said. I can't say his last name again because it stressed me out. She has no remorse. She is still defiant, and I think she will be until she draws her last breath. So as of right now, she is still in prison in uh, California since this happened in Orinda. So, like, okay, mixed emotions for sure. She obviously was... So he got that right. Yeah, Adam, Adam, spot on. Okay, now, I have a hard time, even though both of us have family members who... Are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Who dated and married much younger people. Facts. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I... That's a little tough. That's a little tough. Yeah. That she was super... But 30 years of marriage? Yeah. And like you said, though, I mean, those were different times. But... And sometimes kids only see so much, but other times kids see a whole fucking lot. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, it's a whole lot or not So it's not that I'm condoning that... Okay. This is... I'm just going to say my words and don't hate me. I'm just... I just have to say my thoughts, okay? For sure. Perhaps he really did love her. Yeah. There's one thought, which is just, but that's still not okay because she was a child, right? Okay. Yes. But, but, he but it sounds like they weren't married until she was legal, but that doesn't uh-huh. mean they weren't having sexual relations. While she was in therapy. Because that's unfortunately unco- or not uncommon either. Or with another situation. Lay it on me. I'm, I'm not going to state specifics, but oh. some women get really obsessed with older men yeah and yes so perhaps she was like hey do me yeah i want you to eat me like Dahmer, or <laughs> i'm gonna fucking <laughs> or i'm gonna tell tell the everyone authority or whatever yeah that she may have had some she could have been a conniving crazy well like it said psycho. It, in the beginning it, it said she was a a woman who could easily overpower him. So so that probably wasn't far off. Like, oh, you're not going to do what I want you to. You're not going to leave your wife. Cool. I'm going to tell them you've been raping me yeah. while I've been here, mm-hmm. even if it was very consensual. And as much as I don't understand males, or I guess I understand it, but I, it just still is like I don't get it because because I'm a female. Yeah. Like I okay, as a woman, mm-hmm. if I am not attracted to a man yeah i'm not gonna get wet i'm not i'm not gonna get turned on however for a man he could be not into the chick at all but she starts licking licky licking or doing certain and a man can't help the anatomy says and things happen yeah 100 percent. super grateful as a woman that doesn't i mean i know our our vagina will moisten. It's just, it's inevitable with penetration. That's, I mean, you hear things about, well, she was wet when I was raving or whatever. Your body will automatically cause It's moisture. almost like a defense mechanism It's when your it's body, not. It, it, your, your body will automatically lubricate. Yeah. Because it, 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 it yeah, it, it has to. It has to. Just but it's not. Out of pleasure. Right. I No, I get what you're so, saying. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What and we'll are, never know. We we'll don't know what happened behind those closed doors, but mm-hmm. he didn't deserve to be. But she stabbed. sounds like it, that wouldn't. I that 
I feel theory like it's the latter. makes yeah. more sense to yeah. me that she I don't, was yeah. a manipulative, manipulative little minx, perhaps, at yeah. the time. Yeah. And, uh, but she's not, like, unfortunate looking, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, Just unfortunate brain-wise. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I don't, and I know, like, they say a lot, I don't know if, like, I don't know, I couldn't find crap about her um, childhood, but, like, who knows if she had a head injury when she was young, because that's pretty common, and, I mean, she was only a, a one-time killer, so that doesn't make her serial, but they say a lot of times <coughs> head injuries are a big factor. Or, so. we don't know, because if, and it's just theory, but the thought that she had relations with a son. Yeah. So, to me... So, what could have not happened that it's to her? Right. Like, whether it was her father or an uncle or a brother or, or a cousin, cousin or something. Or yeah, a close close family friend, you know, close Uncle whatever. Ted, who's not really Uncle Ted. You know? I don't know why I said Ted, but it's fine. But, yeah. I feel like something like that must have had Some to of these cases are really hard to dig into their past, because mm-hmm. they just they they just have whatever, like, shows on the episodes. Well, then as the years have gone by, they start realizing these things start adding up. So now mm-hmm. let's start questioning more and looking into more of their history to, right. to kind of piece it all together. Precisely. That is, yeah, bonkers. It's a wavering factor. Yeah, like, well, that's exactly what Adam said. Bonkers and cuckoo for cuckoo. That is, wow. I mean, and I feel bad for those kiddos. And, you know, Eli, I'm so sorry if you think you're in love with your mom. Or, or if or, she did something. Or things just in general happened and you were scared of her and yeah. therefore had to. Whatever. I just. I hope it, it's. I hope they're having kids. thriving lives now that their mother's locked up. And I hope she doesn't and get I out hope on they parole. got the therapy they truly deserve. Right. Now that their father isn't now that since their father's not around, but like, and then what? You can't really go to your own father as a therapist anyway for it. Right, exactly. Because um, wow. that was two thousand six. She was convicted, so oh, so she may have been up for parole as of not that long ago. Gross. But when I was looking into stuff, I didn't see anything that said that she had gotten right, out no. or anything like that. So. Honestly, if she were to move from prison to, like, psychiatric, just being locked up in there forever, because I think that just, if prison's not doing it, but like she said, I can't bake cookies, but I'll write a few good stories. But, like, the bonkers theory, she she was crazy, but not, like, not, like, a wackadoodle. Like, she was smart in knowing, hey, I... Hey, we got together when I was super young. That that's gonna be to my benefit. Yeah, you know, and like, and and she, yeah, she. So she, the wiring was not great, but it also it was sparking something. Yeah, <laughs> and and so she, it wasn't like, uh, uh, she she's not like like uh, <gasps> lack of a better word, but she's not like retarded. It's not. Yeah, like she, she was completely. Yeah, of sound mind in that fashion. Mm -hmm. And, like, not to, like, bash on, like, uh, relationships that are, have a big age gap, Mm -hmm. but, like, some men, Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, this, this young, this -hmm. young gal is, like, showing interest in me. Like, that, like, there's just, there's so much unknown and there's so many factors, because, I mean, she was 49, he was 70, like, that's 20 
years get their, yeah, 15, 20 years between them. So it's like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. There's so many what ifs. I don't believe he was abusing I don't, her. Right. This is just me developing my own theories. This is just my own thoughts and Correct. things. Same like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm on the son's side. I feel like they would have seen that. They, yes. they saw her as, so that's why I think your theory is more accurate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're not going to follow what I do. Okay, well then, check this out. Right. So, I think he, maybe he did love her. I mean, if he left his wife, I just, I don't know. This right. is just, this is like a really awful soap opera and that ended women, in murder. women, them, we'd be crazy. We can be super fucking crazy, and we know the way around that dick, and like, mm-hmm. and we know. Especially because he was older like so you know? much older like so like we yeah. know that th- it doesn't take much to do a lot of convincing to quite honestly if, if, if a penis is involved like it sorry i know this sounds super gross and vulgar but like <laughs> yeah it is what it is if you got yeah. some crazy psycho bitch how how why does the guy keep falling for it or why is yeah. the guy so easily controlled yeah. or whatever because she's given great head or giving out some pussy Good. all the time like or someone I'm, in my life says that Gucci Gucci. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like, we have so many questions about different people we know and stuff. It's, and I think. Mm-hmm. 100%. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Bananas. So I feel like, you know, so she, you know, if he starts questioning her weights or something, she's like, hey, drops down to her knees. Whatever. I don't know. But, but yeah. Oh, you think this? Hold on. Whoop. Yeah. So what gross. were we discussing? What? Mm. Oh, forget it, baby. What were we, you know? we discussing? Yes. Dick sucking? What dick were sucking? we dick sucking? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and this is where we take things. But, All yeah, right. so let us know what you guys, what are your guys' <laughs> theories on this fucking case? Because yes, I want to, that was, yeah, it's just. Gross. Nate, you get us go. you just give us really great freaking cases that yes. just really, and Sometimes, like, it's frustrating not being able to figure things out, but then you can just kind of develop your own theories. Right. So, I don't know. Send us on a... Let us know. Email us. Comment. Mm -hmm. Let us know. Bloody Bubbles Podcast. Anywhere you can find us, that's where we're on social media. That's what we are. Uh, That's what our email is at gmail.com. Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters. Go tell them that they're great on YouTube. I mean... They're Ask not, them what they think about this. Yes. Be like, um, so these gals use your music, and they told us to uh, ask you what you think of this case. So can you go listen and give us some insight? Thank you. Um, rate and review. Haven't had any reviews yet. I mean, we did. Our numbers went down a little bit on the Grease charts, which I'm like, just yeah. the fact that we're ranked in Grease. Yeah. Is so, whatever. I don't care. Grease Lightning. No. We need to start. So, yeah. But, Amping um, up our shiz. Yes. A little bit. But, um... Regardless, we're going to keep coming at you every week, man. Come on, babe. We need you. Do you want me to pat your hair and tell you you're pretty? Yeah. Suck your metaphorical dick? I don't know. Hey. (laughs) We'll do it. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. (laughs) Florically. Oh. So hopefully, um, uh, (laughs) I'll keep thinking. Hopefully next time you guys hear from us, I'll have a baby. (laughs) Even though everyone's like, you're going to have a close to your due date, my mother. So, but we'll definitely, it'll be on our social medias whenever he comes our side. Not to completely change the subject, but. So, we're trying to figure, <laughs> we're trying to have more podcasts lined up, but the reality is that has yet to happen. Yes. Um, so, 
there could be a chance, and we'll state it now, that we might miss an episode. We don't know. We don't yeah, know. We and, don't know. Um, we're going to try to prevent that. But. Yes. We're going to... That's what my goal is to get... I just ordered a book, and it came in today for another case that um, Nate suggested to us that I'm going to read to help with that story. So maybe if it's enough info, maybe I'll be able to make it a multi-parter so we could have that for a few consecutive weeks. I'd like to get at least, like four or five episodes ahead yes. that way we have it pre-recorded and then all i have to do is just schedule it because that's what's on- awesome about using anchor is you yeah, can but how schedule long have you guys heard us say this so <laughs> so don't get your hopes too high but if we get multi-parters then for sure that's that's always nice even though we don't i don't particularly like making you guys wait a week but under the circumstances that i'm having a fucking baby like soon <laughs> like yes. literally any day now i'll be Okay, so it's Tuesday now when you're hearing this. So tomorrow I will be 37 weeks. So we're coming up on that uh, that done button because that my 37 bel- weeks is when it all all systems go. Yeah, so. like he if he comes out he'll be fine, fine, should be. and everything should, be, should go. You know, yeah, knock on wood, mm-hmm. smooth sailing. Hopefully it's easy breezy. If not, you'll hear from me next week. Or if you do hear from me next week, it may be already be pre-recorded and I may have already had a baby, but keep know. an eye on social because I'm not afraid to share my children on social media. I know some podcasters aren't about that life, but I have keep no... Keep an eye on social. There might be a video of her vagina. Uh, just kidding. This just time... Kidding, <laughs> so, mm, yeah, Shauna took video of my first son being born and I'm kind of bummed that I told her to delete it yeah. because I kind of wish she... I, we would have kept it because I think I would have actually really enjoyed it now that I'm having a second baby. <laughs> I wish she would have been like, yeah, I deleted it and then didn't, but... And I'm not that person. She respected my wishes. Well, also, it was Nicole and her mom told me to delete it, so I've got yeah. my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law mad at me for recording the birth of my beautiful grandson, and it was the most... Grandson? Amazing. Did I say grandson? <laughs> wow, guys. Her nephew? That was weird. That was so It's because you were saying grandma. That's why it's clicking in your head. You're talking about my mom. So sorry. Shauna's really my mom. And we've been lying to you this whole time. Guys, and I'm also the baby dad. And the baby dad. It's fucking wild. Yeah, we took this to a whole nother place. Anyway. All right. Well, um, we love you. Someone will be here next week. And hopefully one of them's me. Um, (laughs) If not, we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep you all posted. I try to... I'll try to stay up to date on it because it's not hard to make an Instagram and Shauna can post on our, our Facebook page and I don't know. We don't get a whole lot of interaction on Twitter except from Nate because he's the tits. But um, yeah, so thanks guys. Hope you guys definitely t- weigh in on this. Let us know what you think of the Susan fucking nightmare Polk. person. Susan Miss Polky. Yeah. Shouldn't have poked her. Polk. <laughs> Sounds like vomit. Yep. Um, okay, until next time, guys. Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> What's good, people? This your boy, Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered. Always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you go subscribe, rate, and share it. And while you're at it, tell your friends to tell their friends to do the same thing. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Live with Big Bruh. And remember, they can hold you, but they can't stop you. Big Bruh out.